Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, February 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodeman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we get into our scripture, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you that in all our gratitude and all words that we can express and all actions that work out your wondrous deeds, we still can never compare to the number, to the actions you do in the world. We thank you that you are a God who knows us when we are in the pits, and you are a God who knows us when we stand on solid ground. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. This is from the fourth chapter of John's Gospel, starting at verse 46, going through chapter 5, verse 9. Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had changed the water into wine. Now there was a royal official whose son lay ill in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my little boy dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and started on his way. As he was going down, his slaves met him and told him that his child was alive. So he asked them the hour when he began to recover, and they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon the fever left him. The father realized that this was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he himself believed, along with his whole household. Now this was the second sign that Jesus did after coming from Judea to Galilee. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, there is a pool, called in Hebrew Bethsaida, which has five porticos. In these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. At once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Therefore, our Friday fun question, what is one of your favorite songs to sing aloud to? Along to. Um, Aloud along. Oh, gosh. I like to sing to everything, honestly. (laughs) Um, Gosh. Oof. I mean, literally everything. You go first, because apparently I've forgotten to think about this. <laughs> I saw, this is completely random. I saw, you know, The Onion, uh, they had uh, an article when the C- when 
you know, everything was making fun of the CDC restrictions. Yeah. And it said CDC limits quarantining to one pup, pump up song on the way to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, I feel that. Um, you know, favorite song to sing along to. It's usually, it's usually for, usually Allie and I have the same one and it's whatever like most recent musical that we've seen. And yeah. there's usually one song that like is just fantastic to sing along to. Um, and so I guess currently we just watched the Netflix musical Tick, Tick, Boom, um, and thank the Lord for Andrew Garfield, because that man's amazing. And the song that we are stuck on is Boho Days. Once again, this will show the difference between you and I, because do you know what I remembered? I know all the lyrics to some pretty, um, nasty old school rap, and I will... I have a whole playlist. Do you have a, like a whole persona that comes out of you when you start mm, rapping or is no, it still Tara? It just reminds me of being like young and in high school and riding around in the car and everybody's, you know, doing it at the top of their lungs. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And Ryan for a long time, um, Eminem's Lose Yourself was her pump up song before a basketball <laughs> game. So I can do all that one too, but. <laughs> My pump up songs before wrestling matches was uh, Disney's. Uh, Dear Lord, Her- just stop right there. It was Disney's Hercules, uh, Zero to Hero. You um, are the most wholesome person <laughs> I have ever met in my or, entire life. Or Mulan's I'll Make a Man Out of You. You know, Dear, that was great pump up. I'm like, yeah, make a man. My a little brother, who is also a wrestler. <laughs> Like, if I were to tell him, hey, Brett's pop-up song for a wrestling match was Disney, he would be like, oh, <laughs> pretty much the same reaction I just had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is a pleasure to know you, Brett. Uh, but to our scripture, you know, on Monday we talked about uh, the healing aspects of, of these stories and John, but what does this passage tell us about uh, the faith aspect? Um, so I think the first one's a little easier, right? Um, this royal official has faith in Jesus and unknown, unproved Jesus, who probably was considered a rabble rouser by the majority of the people and his desperation for healing for his son moves him to have faith in Jesus. Here's what's interesting about the man who's at the pool. And I was just thinking about this when we're reading it. So feel free to correct me. But, you know, at that time, he was one of the invalids who laid there at Bethsaida. And in the Jewish tradition, these invalids were seen as an opportunity to do a mitzvah. Right. So in the Jewish tradition, it was a chance for them to help someone and be faithful. And so this man would have laid there um, hoping that someone would offer him a mitzvah. I feel like the paralyzed man has put his faith in people and they've let him down. Mm. He's been there 38 years. Yeah, 38 years. And he hasn't been healed yet. Not only has he not been healed, but no one's even helped him into the pool. And so he has put his faith in people and in this water and none of it's working out for him. And instead it is Jesus who comes along. And even though the man has no faith in Jesus, nowhere is that um, a part of the story, he's still healed. And boy, isn't that good news too. Yeah. Wow. I had not, I had not thought of that before. That is, that is really lovely of, uh, 
you know, this man is not just broken in body, but he is broken in spirit. You know, he has, he has been, uh, let down, uh, over and over again. Uh, and Jesus tells him to stand up and take your mat and walk. Um, that, that, you know, he doesn't even, he doesn't even, you know, <laughs> I, I like the picture of this story and Jesus asks, do you want to be made well? And he just goes into a complaint because it's just, you know, he's like, I can't get there first. Like, it's, yeah. it, this is difficult. Uh, and Jesus still, but man, when I ask someone if they need help and they start complaining, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's because, as you said, this this man has been broken uh, for so long. Um, to the To the first story, you know, um, I love the very ending of it, of when um, the father, or he gets back and the child's alive, uh, and he, it seems like there seems to be that he forgot that it was Jesus, right? <laughs> the child's alive, and he asks him when he recovers, and they say yesterday afternoon. He's like, oh, that was Jesus. Well, that's funny because I I heard it as he knows Jesus healed him, but let's just confirm it. What time? Was okay. it? That was right when he spoke those words. Yeah. But it could be either way, and we don't know. Yeah. Well, I you know, and I think I think both of those. Um, I think whether he forgot and was reaffirmed, or he uh, he wanted to to know for certain um, that that is. Uh, that that is common when God shows up, right? We're like, yeah. wait, was that God? Uh-huh. Uh, and and I think I think there is part of us that want to um, chalk it up to something else. Mm-hmm. And you know, you see it in TV shows and sitcoms all the time where they're praying, and then you know what they're praying for happens, and like, you know, oh, never mind, God, I got it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, that there is this. Uh, there's this reaffirmation that, oh, it is God working in the world. Why are we so afraid to claim that it's God? I think I've actually, you know, I've thought a lot about this. I think we're afraid to uh, claim things as God and especially miraculous things because we're terrified of when the miracle doesn't show up. Because mm-hmm. um, then does that mean God wasn't there? Does that doesn't mean that like God them? wasn't there? Uh, yeah, 100%. I think that that – and so we uh, – protect ourselves i think maybe i'm just speaking for myself i protect myself uh, by ascribing this to you know chance or something that just happened because then if it doesn't happen then god doesn't care which is like a really um twisted way to look at god right well it's also a really human way right so we make this um we make this logical move Uh god i was healed god must care i am not healed god must not care yes when actually, I think God's reasoning and God's way of working is so other that we don't understand it. But what I do believe is true is that when I am healed, God has done that. When I am not healed, God is still there. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand that, and I wish it were different. But Well, it, it, and that the thinking that you laid out that I think is my thinking and common human thinking, uh, it—, it that's not a miracle, then, right? It, uh, a miracle is something that steps outside of that we uh, couldn't have that we couldn't have, have understood. Yeah, it, that it's that it's uh, it's something outside of um, 
it's something outside of where life was headed or the direction of life or even the the bounds of life and so um if, if a miracle literally happened every time would it be would it does it cease to be a miracle then right um yeah. if, if 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 every single person is healed from death every single time which is what i would like absolutely um, uh, uh, does what is that what does that mean for god's action and again it's just me trying to control things right and this isn't this isn't church doctrine but i think the older i get i think that every healing is a miracle of god that we've taken credit for yeah. antibiotics um someone w- had the god given intelligence and diligence to work for that that is a miracle mm-hmm but we've ascribed it to science or people or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, every physician who heals, I believe, is using their God-given gifts to heal people. That means that's from God. Uh, And, you know, like, like all mission, there's some of us who get to be a part of it. We get to be a conduit and what a joy that is. But let us never mistake where it came from. But I don't know, Brett. <laughs> I'm just over here doing the best I can. <laughs> Friends with that. Um, there's this small poem by Hafiz I wanted to share with us to close. And still, after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights up the whole sky. That is delightful. Isn't it? (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.